This episode of the Rick H Show is brought to you by McDonald's. The McRib is back now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The McRib, my favorite. But this is its farewell tour. <sighs> Say it in soul. This can't be farewell. Like a band that's had four farewell tours, we never know if this means it's gone for good. It's time to celebrate this iconic sandwich from its tangy barbecue sauce, man, I love barbecue, to its tart pickles. Don't forget to grab a napkin when you're eating the last McRib, whether it's to wipe your tears or the barbecue sauce. Enjoy every single saucy bite like it's your last McRib ever. The McRib Farewell Tour is happening now at McDonald's. McDonald's. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. McDonald's, I'm loving it. Welcome to the show, everybody. El tipo tiene una voz de radio, bro. Oye, yo, 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 Eh, por eso que tú tienes dos trofeos, no uno. That's true. Es la verdad. Welcome to the Rick Gate Show. Replacing Jasmine Ruiz. Well, she he can never replace Jazz, but he's here no. to do his best. Ivan Manito, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Ivan Manito. El mejor. I'm gonna make Jazz proud, baby. And uh, with me today is CEO and founder of Latina Podcast Network. CEO and founder of Latino Paz Network. But us, we just say LPN. Rita Bautista, ladies and gentlemen, live from Houston, Texas. La leyenda. Eight shout, eight shout, world champion winner. Ay, ay, ay. Ahí City of the world champion. Excuse me, context. Okay. Ahí comenzó, you know. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a Yankee fan, so uh, Ivan is from the Bronx. He I can... am from the Bronx, but sad, I don't follow the teams. I follow, I follow the players. Okay. I don't know. It's a un negocio, so yo no me quiero enamorar. Yeah. I don't like cheer on the player as he goes. So, oh, so you wear Yankee jerseys with names on the back? I uh, Yankee jerseys don't have name on the back. <laughs> Everyone knows the player. <laughs> the truth. The only no, team in MLB that doesn't have the name of the players on the back are the champions because they're champions. But forever, los Yankees nunca dice. You never saw the shirt says Jeter when Jeter okay. goes out. Says number two. So, will you buy a, a shirt that says Jeter on it? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Rita. Um, so, if you guys don't know, uh, Rita started some podcast networks. She's also a podcaster herself. Um, I'm going to let Ivan have the first question. So, did you start like, you know, is there a picture of you, like Jeff Bezos, where he's like in that little room, con todo papelito, con todo lado, sticker notes everywhere? You know, that's a good question. And I thought about that the other day. Um, porque I started in my closet. You know, like most people, they you, you start off in your closet. And it's like I still live in the apartment that I had initially started everything in. And like I have nothing but equipment now just like stacked up in that closet. So I don't have a picture, but I probably need to take one and then just be like, look, you know. Everybody starts somewhere, whether it's a garage or um, a, a, a closet in Houston on the ground during a pandemic, you know, so. Not all of us are fortunate enough to start What? like Ivan with his own professional studio. Bro, I mean, <laughs> bro, I started, where we, I, st I don't even remember where I started. I started in LMP. My, no, my son's room. I took, hey, yo, you don't sleep here. You always sleep with us. This is what we have. Ay, Dios mío. So, um. <laughs> Uh, for example, but that's the thing, like, um, Rita, are you ever going to let go of that apartment or is that going to be something where it's like, you know what, something big really, really started here. So yeah. I want to hold on to that as much as I can. Or is it like, you know what, nosotros. we told this joke, rompió, what's the next one? She's going to yeah. Airbnb it. You know, the funny thing is, is everything, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Just like everything else in life, whenever you start to outgrow things, you kind of mm -hmm. can feel it. And I know that we're, I'm getting to that point. So I'm ready for us to have a headquarter location where it's not my house and, you know, and have my own space where I feel at peace um, mm -hmm. too. So I don't, and that like, I mean, it's a lie for me to stay here and be like, oh, I'm not going to be thinking about business mm -hmm. when I'm at home, but I want to be able to get my mind to kind of relax and 
it's really hard when you open the door and you know that that's the place that you sit down to do work or mm. you know even though my house is still like very well decorated <laughs> like i have a living room i have my dining room where i sit down like mm. everything still has its place for everything but i still do my business like I'll sit in my uh, my couch and you know conduct meetings or negotiations, or I'll sit at my coffee table or my yeah my dinner table and I work from there. So it's going to be really hard to to walk away from that part. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that anything with growth should be like sad. You know what I mean? Like I feel like mm-hmm. this apartment signified a good thing for me for like a change in my life in general and just like growth as a person. So I think it's gonna be really awesome to walk away from it and know that it started there, but it grew to something a lot bigger than that. Something I can't even, that I don't, it's I think in the a, long run, I want it to grow where it's way past me. You know what I mean? Like it's something that that can live on past me. So creating legacy. So it, it, you it, just it, dropped the, uh, I'm sorry. Wait, I mean. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I, you, when, when you do leave, do a French French remake. Like, you know, when you left <laughs> oh, the studio yeah. and he was just Oh, like, I don't need, I'm gonna leave like, oh, the apartment. Okay. The apartment, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not leaving anytime soon. Listen, so you, you dropped a little hint there for me and Ivan. That means me and Ivan got to move to Houston, Texas to record out of the HQ. I'm ready. I'm done with New York. I mean, <laughs> New York you guys music. will not if be the, the first. The closet is available. I was do all my podcasts. <laughs> I'm done with New York. Like, you know, though, that w- it's, it's crazy out here. Good name for the studio, though, because a lot of podcasters, independent podcasters, started out out of a closet. That would be mm-hmm. a great name for a podcast studio. They're still El Closet. Yeah, but you know, I mean, with, with all the things that are now, when they see that they're coming out of there. Saliendo del closet. Hey, yeah. I don't know. I'm just talking well. I'm just talking well. I'm not talking well. I'm not talking well. But we have to put a microphone on the side so that they know. But, so, yeah. No, we put recording studio, you know, podcast recording studio. Live on air. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. So um, when you're doing a podcast, right, it's two different hats, podcast and network. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. If you're for you, when you're looking at a podcast to potentially bring on, what are some things you expect to see? What's something that catches your attention, whether it's the content itself, the numbers, because a lot of people, oh my God, I got to do numbers. I got to do numbers. Got to do numbers. Yeah. What are some things that catch your attention about a, a show specifically? Um, passion of the host. Mm-hmm. I think now more than ever. Um, you know, I've had this network now for a while, been able to build out and create another, mm-hmm. um, have two networks. And we kind of try our best to make sure that everybody is included in, in, the stuff that we do together. So mm-hmm. I want people to find the commonality in the fact that our podcasters are passionate about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, numbers before didn't matter. <laughs> now, as we're growing <laughs> and the podcasters on the network are growing as well, mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we are staying fair to everybody who's on the network. So they do matter, but is your podcast a breakout podcast that just needs mm-hmm. like a couple months to sustain until you like you're trending or mm-hmm. um, people are paying attention or do you have a sustainable audience, right? Because you can have millions of downloads and followers, but if people aren't really, you know, staying and your retention is really low, that doesn't really matter. You know, it's not really showcasing. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that I really do like too is like, I'm not here to censor you. You know, we, um, if you look at like, and I, I say this with caution, but, um, Joe Rogan is picked up by networks and he has sponsorships and opportunities across the board. And he talks about everything from sexuality to psychedelics, 300 million for 10 years from Spotify. Right. And so my thing is we're talking about a network Spotify that's been around for many, many years Mm -hmm. and it is a standard in homes now. Um, it took a while for Spotify to get there. So I'm here for the long haul and I'm not afraid of that. Um, so I want to encourage people to be as authentic as they want to be on mm-hmm. their podcast. The reason I say that is because we're not as Latinos in the Latinx community in this country. We're not monolithic. None of them, none of us fit into a box just because we speak Spanish. I'm a yogi, you know, like I like. <laughs> What's a yogi? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yo, you know that we don't say the word. Uh huh. What do you mean? 
Yeah, because you know, for for like for example, what she was talking about for us as Latino, we you know, we know we we like I'm gonna just say me for example. You look at all these other podcasts, mm-hmm. and you look at their behavior, you know, and you always feel like they have to be at a certain level to get away with certain things. Like like you were saying, Rogan just is. There's nothing he can say wrong or anything that he can speak of. Right. We still stand behind them. So for us, when or we like first got the opportunity, yeah. I had a meeting with like, yo, guys, this, 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 and this cannot go. We can always be ourselves. If it slips, great. But, you know, I kind of told everyone, don't be yourself as much as you, sh- you normally are. Right. Because we felt like, you know what? We didn't want to lose this opportunity. Mm-hmm. We never thought about it in the way that you just expressed it. So now I got to go back and tell these guys, like, yo, guess what? I found out. <laughs> well, you know, there's a reason for you to be able to mark your podcast as explicit, right? You have the opportunity to mark it that way. And the thing for me is more like, as long as you're not talking about killing someone or harming someone or putting something somebody in danger, I legitimately want as authentic of voices as possible because mm-hmm. the only way we're going to change that identity of Latinos in the U.S. is by people being authentically who they are. Yeah, like, being true to themselves, yeah. Right, exactly. Not everybody likes sports. Not everybody cares about baseball. I, I don't know why, but that's not my fault. And it's not my mm-hmm. place to tell you, like, you can't be that person or you can't talk about topics that most people don't talk about. It's like, no, I want you to be as authentic and as real as you want to be because we are changing the face of media. If you think about it, and this is a conversation we that killed I've had the radio. a lot lately. We've yeah, killed the radio. We, right. Um, but the other thing is I'm talking about specifically to Latinos that are podcasting yeah. in the U.S., right? Because this is my subject matter. Like, we are teaching people to stop listening to white and black media that we've been accustomed to over the last entirety of our, exactly the entirety of our existence. I went to high school here. I went to also, I was born in the U S but like, I remember this, the channels that I was watching on television, almost everybody was white, black, occasionally was black. It was not really. And then, and then, you know, Univision came in Baltimore where I was raised in Reisterstown. We used to get, Univision up to three o'clock in the afternoon. So I didn't really care to watch Univision that much growing up. Mm. I didn't really watch a lot of people. So like you never saw Luz Clarita, Muchachita. Oh, I did, but. Dos know, Mujeres but Un was, Camino. Caña <laughs> yeah. Veral de Pasión is the jam, okay? Don't hate. No. Don't hate. That was my favorite novela ever in life. I, but yeah, um, It's crazy because yeah. yo, yo me paraba de que vaina behind everyone because I didn't want to get caught looking, you know? I don't know if you remember this one, El Clon. Mm-hmm. El Clon was like from another That's a country. Good. Yeah. Brazil, I think it was. And El Clon, it was like Netflix. They were able to show news and stuff. It was like mm-hmm. it was like Game of Thrones of their time. So mm-hmm. cuando venía El Clon a la vida, <laughs> The music was fire too. A buscar en el teléfono, pero era para estar viendo cuando salió una vainita y uy, mira que el clon was yeah. it. Damn, Ivan, you just well for my family, we only had one TV, <laughs> and that's what they watched from seven to nine. Seven, eight, and nine were three novelas that you know, I know that yeah. did the same thing, like yeah. they competed with each other. So the clone, yeah. I very vividly remember it. I had to watch it, it was what they had on. Right. You, I like kids now have a voice. Before you had no say, no nothing. No. We used to watch Jorge, like Jorge Ramos when I came home from school. Six yeah. o'clock and on Saturday it was Don Francisco. So there's like religiously we watch these people. Yeah. Without a saying. Now there's like there's a TV in each room, so you could go do your own thing. Now I get asked this all the time, Ivan does too. Uh, as creators, people come up and like, oh, I want to start a podcast. What do I do? Mm-hmm. How do I go about it? Um, let me ask you, because this is, I'm asking you as a podcaster, on your side, like how you see it, where should somebody start if they wanted to start a podcast? You know, podcast. I think I think one of the, <laughs> right. Um, one of the biggest things is ask yourself, how niche can you get? Mm-hmm. What is your specialty? And how can you make it unique? Because, you know, the thing is, is that 
people, everybody wants to be something, but what's going to make you stand out the most? Do you want to have a podcast just to have a podcast so you can hear yourself on the microphone? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can, and you might get some followers and listeners and stuff, but if you really want to be one of those breakout podcasts, what's going to make you unique? What's making you different? And are you ready to show up authentically as yourself? (laughs) And be consistent. (laughs) Yeah. Consistency is the number one thing, right? We've had this conversation with one of the people on here. I'm not going to name names, um, mm. but <laughs> me, I'm not naming oh. names. Uh, consistency is extremely important because that's the only way that your listeners are going to continue to follow you, right? Because if they know that every Monday or every Tuesday you're recording live and then the audio is going to go up on Wednesday, then yeah. they know to expect you. It's just like watching your favorite show mm-hmm. on television. You're not going to watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor every week if it's not on every week, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And there's so much, there's so much content being thrown at people at a regular basis. Like what is going to make you different? So people want to listen to you. Okay. So that's what makes you as niche as possible. All right. So I went the opposite route. I wanted a show about nothing, just like Seinfeld. Cause I wanted to be able to cover every topic or be able to have Mm -hmm. those discussions if I could, but a comedy, I think is the last few years, I've kind of hold in on being a comedy podcast. So mm-hmm. that's where we've gone with it. So the next big question is, man, Rita, I've been doing this for four years. You know, I've been consistent. Uh, I've been putting out content. I've been marketing it. My numbers aren't growing. What am I doing wrong? Well, I think one of those things is like, what's your strategy, right? Like what's mm-hmm. your marketing strategy? Are you, are you connected to other people that could help you grow? So like, do you, do you have sh- people on your show that also have podcasts? Cause sometimes you can share audiences between podcasters that help. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, have you reached out to the local news and told them that you have a podcast so that they can showcase what you're talking about? You know, people forget the news is there. Like the media is there. They're always looking for a story. Mm-hmm. So if you can figure out a way to spin your podcast and throw it out there to your local media, get them to interview you and talk about your podcast, that's a big deal. I mean, podcasts are big topics right now. So if you have a very unique conversation and if you're a Latino or Latina, they're like, yeah, what's up? Like, we know there's not a ton of y'all, even though that's just because they're not doing their research. But, <laughs> um, oh, sorry. <laughs> a company um, today asked me, they were, oh, we want to get into the Latino market, but we can't find podcasts i was like i'm on a network that that has all right almost around 30 between the two i also know 16 other ones besides those um but yeah it's because they're not doing the research and that's not (laughs) and that's not our responsibility no um our responsibility is to create our own content and the reality of it is you know we can't always be forced to do everybody else's work for them Sorry, that's just not how that works. <laughs> I think in the beginning we're gonna have to, um, and, and and pull each other. One thing that when me and Ivan start, like when I got to know Ivan like four or five years ago, it's well specifically in the Dominican culture, uh, you could do good, but you can't do better than me. Mm-hmm. That's something that like, oh yeah, I'll help you out, I'll give you advice, but up to a certain point. Right. So uh, all the creators that like I, I, I know, Ivan, Tommy, we all look out for each other and we all push each other further. So it's also a change of mentality and culture. I know in the Dominican culture it happens a lot and in other cultures as well, maybe Puerto Ricans and Cubans, where we have to Hondureños. stop. We have Hondureños. to stop being like that. Yeah, Hondureños. Like we have to stop being like that. Like if okay. I start, let's say Ivan's. I haven't started podcasting after I did. Well, actually, he did something no, at LFP. We had a couple, but for us, we were just going to, like, expose all these cheesemates. And we was like, yo, you know what? That could really backfire. So at that moment, Peralta was going through his situation. We was like, yo, oh. we got to really think about this. And we was like, yo, you know what? Maybe the way that we're doing it, it's going to mm. be fun, but it probably backfired. So we took a pause on it. And then we just kind of switched it and made it more about, you know, giving new artists an opportunity to come so mm. we could share our public with them. And it's like, yo, come tell us about if our public like you, they're going to follow you. You're going to gain followers, you know, but we always made sure that they were consistent 
and that they were working. You know, if like if you told us like, yo, I'm podcasting, I'm like, bet. Um, let me see your page, and you go to the page. Yo, um, that's not working. So you know, yeah. it, it was that. So when I started the uh, Manitos Gaming, I was like, yo, what is the Latino community missing? So I'm looking, I'm looking. Most of these podcasts were Argentina, Chile, you know. And I was like, you know what? And the ones that they had in DR, they didn't have the following that I had. Mm-mm. So I already had like a little gaming crew, and I was like, "Yo, come together. Um, this is what you know. What do you think we could do with this?" And they was like, "Yo, this is true. Let's do it." Then our biggest decision was si en español o en inglés. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, "Yo, we should do it in Spanish." But then nadie le estaba saliendo el español. It was that that coño, tengo el pollo dentro del no. So it was like you know my Spanish. So it was. Spanish, more English than Spanish. So I, estamos divididos. Somos diez, cinco en español, cinco en inglés. But it, it was that. So I was like, yo, Rick, you've been podcasting forever. Like, you know, help me out. How do I go about this, this, and this, and that? You did it, you did it on, your, on your own. And then Rick was like, yo, you've been doing it already. What are you talking yeah. about? I'm like, nah, I haven't been doing it like you're doing it. <laughs> but it, Ivan, right? Like, if Ivan is more successful than me at this, I'm not going to start, turn around and hate. No, that's the crazy Ivan. thing. Because it's like, I'm going to push Ivan. We have that mentality, gracias mm-hmm. a Dios, where it's like, you know, if um, Rick has a guest that we feel is like, yo, Rick, can we use, you know, mandalo mm-hmm. para de nosotros? Rick is like, yo, by all means, even better, you know, because lo ayuda él. When other guests come through, you know, like, yo, um, you have any other podcast we could go through? Now he has 30 to choose from. Yep. You know? That so, happens a lot. So, that opens a door to a bigger audience también latino que puede venir una, una persona de, 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 de English market mm-hmm. you know so it's it's literally us creando un network mm-hmm. and you know we're having fun doing this because we're being ourselves and then so, we have a great representation behind all that so I, I I mean to me it was just like how do I get this organized because I know where I'm doing and I know where I'm going but I don't know how go how to go about certain things and that's when Rick was like yo this 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 and that and then when he spoke to me about Rita, I'm like, that's a lie. That doesn't exist. And I didn't believe him. So, like, I was always the last one to send the paperwork. It's the day before <laughs> Rita's like, yo, you doing this or not? And I'm like, bro, 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 bro. And Rick is like, bro, you asked me these things and now you're doing it. And I was like, Rick, I'm going to do it, but I don't believe it. And even when I brought it to the table to the guys, I was like, yeah, that doesn't work. It's Latino. I'm like, bro, Rick is doing it. It's real. Then Boom, reality hits us, and everybody's like, oh, snap. This thing that I even did is real. How do we get in? And I was like, now there's a waiting list. <laughs> so it, yeah, it, no. it's so dope <laughs> to just be part of that because every time you guys have a meeting, it was like, yo, it was connecting us, making us closer. Make sure you shout out other podcasts. If you guys want to go into this person's podcast, by all means. You know, and, and it's now like, it's a, an award winning network. Okay. Shout out to Mamas Gonganas as well. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I don't have to speak. I don't have to speak for you guys. You guys speak for yourselves. And I think that that's one of the biggest things about what I wanted to create was something again, right? That's going to live past myself and that will continue to grow without it. So I don't have to be the person who's always having the conversation. You know, Rick has brought some great opportunities to the table. A couple of other podcasters continuously bring people to the table. And my goal is essentially to get you guys paid market rate or above for, you know, your host ride advertisements and other inserts Mm -hmm. that we put into the podcast. So like for me, I don't need people to worry about whether or not it's real. I know it is. I've been doing it now for the last, since 2019 is when it initially started when the LLC was started, but Mm -hmm. actually, actually like formed network, to where we are now and like and i'll tell you it's been it was grassroots at the beginning i started everything on my own i put my own investments into it Mm -hmm. um and now i'm starting i'm starting to see you know the profits from it because let's be honest we're all in this to make some money and that's one of the things too that i noticed was you know how do you get people uh, and, and i'll be honest with the reason why i legitimately started it was because i was like how do we get people from stopping themselves like to, to stop yourself from stopping your podcast because mm-hmm. I was like, we need to hear these stories. People need to hear your stories. People need to hear like who you guys are interviewing. They need to be able to see the faces of 
people and hear their voices and like feel like you're part of this medium because mm-hmm. podcasting is not going anywhere. If anything, it is going to be around for a very long time. And my biggest thing was like, I'm tired of Latinos being the last seat at the table. I'm like, if we are going to be the last seat, we're actually not going to be a seat. We're going to build our own table and make people come to us. That's and right. so, you know, I'm, that's just, I've always been that go-getter person. And I was like, you know what? I've worked my entire life for other people in other industries and mm-hmm. none of them look like me or sounded like me. And now it was my turn to be able to build something out that really showcased who I am as a whole. And it's really funny because the other day I was on a road trip. And I listened to every single podcast on the network. And I was like, you know, there's a little bit of everybody. There's a little bit of me in every single person's personality, like a little bit of myself that I can hear in everybody. And I was just like, it's just funny, you know, now (laughs) to be like, dang, I built the reflection of who I was in a media company. And that's, that's a pretty cool, pretty cool feat. So So, I did. But I Who's producing hey. the show? Me or you? Hey, hey, hey. So, I'm going to play a, a quick commercial real quick. We'll be right back. We're okay. going to ask. When we come back, though, don't leave. I'm going to ask Rita about money. Wait. ¿Busco ese tigre todavía? Money. Todavía. Okay, okay. Todavía. Después del otro. Money. <laughs> money. How much money? money? She could give us Ivan's numbers, not mine. But money. <laughs> Getting diagnosed with diabetes changes everything. Not just how you eat, but how you exercise, how you enjoy life, how you live. I feel like Walgreens just really gets it. From my local pharmacist, Sophia, always being so kind and encouraging, to all the expert resources and support with my meds, couldn't do it without them. When you need to talk diabetes, Walgreens is here. Start managing your diabetes at walgreens.com slash diabetes. So Ivan's camera went off cue, so I'm going to take him off the screen real quick. Um, Yes, money. That is the goal. Some people want to do this. They want to, for me, this is my favorite time of the week. I'm able to just have fun, interview, have conversations, joke around. Um, But you do want to make some money off of the podcasting. Mm -hmm. So what are some ballpark, let's say ballpark figures, that you've seen delved out, not in our shows, obviously. I'm but... like, ah, do you know what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Let me mm-hmm. let me start here. If you're an independent podcaster, you can start podcast. You can start monetizing as soon as you, before you even launch your podcast. But I don't think that that should be your main focus. Your main focus should be creating a quality podcast that people want to listen to, that you want to listen to. Because some people, I've met people who record a podcast and don't even listen to it. And I'm like, do you even know what you sound like? You got to work on that. Um, the road is the and, best place. Right. And so for me, it's, you know, there's a couple of ways to be able to create monetization opportunities. Now, mm-hmm. for small micro audiences, um, I would say your best bet is to be able to create a media kit and showcase what you what mm-hmm. you do. Even if you don't have any statistics or data before you launch your podcast, like what are you wanting to do? And the more niche, the better, because you have the opportunity to reach out to companies. LinkedIn can be your best friend, y'all. Let's say you're talking about Latinos who love dogs or something. I'm I'm being very unique, very Mm. specific, but Latinos who love dogs or Latinos who love Yorkies. It doesn't Mm. have to be Latinos anything, but the the thing about that is the more niche and specific you are, the better because you know who you can target, what brands, what companies, what friends, what whatever that you can target and talk to about sponsoring your show. Mm-hmm. And then going from there, is it going to be a sponsorship? Or are you going to go off of cost per mil, which I think is actually a very antiquated way of getting sponsorships or ad buys? Let me podcast. stop you real quick. So explain that. CPM cost per mil. <clears throat> cost per mil. Uh huh. There's some podcasting hosting sites that that's how they uh, offer money. Yeah, they they. So um, I know I'm gonna say one. One is like uh, per thousand downloads is twenty dollars. Right. That's a legit uh, factor of how to monetize on a specific. I'm not gonna name the website because that's, that's not fine. our business. But a thousand dollars. 
thousand downloads or views or impressions get you 20 bucks. Explain that concept to us. CPM. I honestly, I think it's, I started to learn about CPM or cost per mill when people were doing social media influencing. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's one of the most degrading ways to pay people. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm live and it's going to be really bad to say that out loud because it does (laughs) not, it does not actually translate to the long-term ROI that a podcast and or influencer. (laughs) Actually their effect is right. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, statistics and studies show that specifically in the Latino community, every dollar is anywhere from four to plus, 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 plus times. So if you're paying somebody 25, $20, let's say 20. So right now industry standard is anywhere from 27 to 32, I think, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because it's been like that for a minute. But anyway, um, that's not taking to effect that you are very niche. Now I'm about to get really comfortable on my couch because this is when I love. Let's this. do it. Uh, I mean, uh, but, we got three segments that we haven't rolled out. Right. It's happening. It's happening. Now, there are people who utilize different standards or cost per impressions, which are a little bit different. Um, but cost per mill is your traditional standard of how people get paid for their advertisements. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have a big podcast, let's say, for example, you have a huge like 1 million downloads. But by the way, guys, there's not really a lot of podcasts out there that hit those numbers regularly unless they already have a platform that they built out right prior to. So let's Th- just this chill is going to be a, a million. Dollar. Right. A million. I think years. so. I mean, yeah. two years. Million well, dollars. we're listening. And I'm then I'm going to cut this clip two years from now and then I'm going to replay it. And I'm going to be like, Rick, you remember when we went to the bank together that day? And we were just like, <laughs> what's <laughs> up? It was like, mio, yeah. mi hermano de sangre. Yeah. We're going to be like, who was that unconsistent <laughs> podcaster we used to know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm he's, kidding. He's now my production assistant. <laughs> oh, yay. I oh, he gets his coffee in the morning. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um. Yeah, so it's a very antiquated pay, way of paying influencers mm. and social and, and podcasters as well. And so I think that the because this industry has been blowing up podcasting in general, mm. there have been a lot of different models that are kind of coming out now to try mm. to see what is actually going to be the most effective moving forward. Can I throw one more before we go to the uh, the way we do it? Uh, promo codes. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. um, they work for some. For some, depending on the size of audience that you have, for, and depending us, on what you, for us as like influencers, promo code don't really work as much. Okay, because it's like, for example, it's like he was saying, it doesn't add to what we're worth. You know, you literally just got access to one hundred and fifty thousand people, and you know, if you didn't, uh, it outside of that, if you get five people, you got five people for life. We don't get a cut of those five people for life that you get to constantly mm-hmm. make money. You know, for example, when Uber started, Uber used all the influencers that they were giving out promo codes in exchange. Of course, they killed it because those promo codes weren't worth what um, the, the the crowd was worth. Mm-hmm. But they got away with it, you know. And ever since that, no influencer now does it for that reason. It's like, yo, if a billboard that's standing on the highway sees 130,000 people a month, they're charging you for that 130,000 people that you're seeing. And they're going to charge you more than 7 to 8K. And they have no responsibility. If whatever's on that flyer, you bought it, you bought that car, you 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 invested in that home, or you got that whatever. They don't have nothing to do with that. Their thing is you saw it. The statistics show you saw it. The numbers show you saw it. We did our job. If anyone bought, that is not our problem. You're paying to be seen. Mm-hmm. Right? And then when you do those promo codes, a lot of time, you know, you don't even use the promo code. Or sometimes the people that do get involved they don't even use your promo code it's like oh i did it i forgot about the code i forgot about the code that's and a big then one if you do the code you like from 50 dollars, you got like two you gotta like a hundred thousand people use the code you 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 made enough but that was only that one time mm. he's gonna constantly bank on those people so so there's what, what actually, do we do rita how do we well, get away from these two so there's ideas? there's a concept right now and so like we're working on something like that for next year 
Um, there's a lot of tracking opportunities too now for being able to see the impact of your advertisement and how long it actually lasts. So I think one of the things is making sure that you're getting advertisement opportunities that last longer than six weeks. That way you have a chance to really see the full impact of what your dollars are going for. The other thing too is, is like I said, this is something that we're going into for next year and it's um, utilizing pixels to track the um, the the way that the advertisement is being um, interacted with, right? Mm. So how how long is this person in this space? Is this person interacting six months later in the first month? Like things like that. And it's off of the listener themselves, right? Um, and there's a lot of ways to track that. Uh, that's that's more technical than anything. I think anybody who's listening really wants to know. But um, long story short, there are better opportunities to track. And that's what we're moving into for next year. Mm -hmm. um, but to also figure out, like, you know, the trends and what people are, how long people are interacting, how many times they're interacting. I mean, if they're listening to the Rick Age show, I'm pretty sure they've heard about McDonald's over the last year. And mm, Yep. And like Pfizer. The, Right, Pfizer, McDonald's. Oh, forever. That's a that's um, a mark forever. Infinity. Infinity. Um, Let's do a life flex, Rita. Like... Let's life flex right now. Just a small life. Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. Walgreens, McDonald's, uh, different different sets of McDonald's. Coke. Uh, I, I, Coke. <laughs> I'm not on the Coke one, but yeah, Infinity. <laughs> Um, Rick, you're on every other one. Like I, I know, okay. I it got to a point where it was like you. I was like, yeah, it's okay. I don't know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm turning down money. Can you believe that? Right. <laughs> so it's like Coke, uh, Ultra, uh, McDonald's, Infinity, Pfizer. Pfizer's a different product. It has a in commonality and yeah. yeah. Uh, Walgreens. Um, there's another one, Latina podcast, I'm forgetting. It's, it's a lot. Uh, First Republic Bank. We have yeah. um, Ad by our Cheese Plus was one. Chispa, yeah. Um, Chispa, the dating amp. So this, this, um, yeah, just, just that, a couple. Just, just a couple a, small uh, names. That was just this year. Um, yeah. This year. Yeah. Um. So the model, you explained it. There's So if I'm a big podcaster with a huge audience, the tracking might work for me in my advantage because I'm able to show uh, engagement and sustainability over a large period of time, which means it equals more money, right? I want to play one more of our ads. We got a special uh, surprise coming up. I'm going to take a break real quick. I'm going to remove him off the camera. I'm going to play this Pfizer ad real quick. I'll be back, Rita. We'll be talking about more money and then the worst podcast she's ever been featured on. So, yeah, <laughs> she's going to name that today right now. And I'm going to cut it up for Instagram. Dancing crew. Trip for two. Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. So uh, I bought my house because of being on Latino Pods Network. Uh, Rita made me that much money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, you're going to make me cry because you're the second person to tell me that this year. And that is... No, I, I did. Uh, so I'm a couple... I was able to do... Um, very well. I've done very well. Uh, so Rita, I have a, uh, really, uh, short surprise. So somebody wrote into the Rick A show and was very enthusiastic about joining the network and I made them jump through hoops. Much love to your channel. <clears throat> Thank you. I, I made them jump through hoops to, uh, be on the show. When he comes on screen, I'll, I'll bring him up here. So um, he got me like the same thing. I did the cheesecake thing that Diddy did. I did the uh, I made them get me coffee from Queens <laughs> and bring it to me in Long Island. Uh, the Cambodian breast milk. Yeah, the Cambodian <laughs> breast milk. I had this guy work on my house as well. Uh, let me see if, if he's here. If he's here. Is he is he available? Ivan, did he show up to the studio yet? I don't think he's there yet. But when he comes in, I'll, I'll introduce him. 
So <laughs> I've done very well. Uh, you mentioned a point of podcasters quitting. I actually filmed and shot my last episode in December. This was Rita and I had had, had conversations about signing. She was still starting out. She had to figure out the 10 that she wanted to roll with. And I had completely shut down. And then Rita reached out and I was like, okay, I'll shoot it. I'll do it differently. I'll come back. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the one, the only, caché. Caché, mi hermano, ¿cómo tú estás? No te oigo. Espérate, espérate. Esa es ella, esa es ella. Ah, sí, ella sí, me ve. sí, sí. Ella está viendo el flow. Está viendo el flow. ¿A dónde ella está? ¿A dónde ella está? Ay, Dios mío. Ladies and gentlemen, Gacha has joined the Ricky Show. Boyfriend material. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, viste ahí, me la comí en inglés. Estoy casi mudado. Estoy casi mudado. ¿Cuándo es que me tengo que Coño, tengo que, es... tengo que ir para allá. Para, para Tessa es que nos vamos. Yo, para yo, Tessa, yo, ella vive en Tessa. Hey, allá estoy como yo, grande. Ajá, adiós. Yeah. Oye, el inglés. Pues, hey, hey. For my English, that was a little bit right there. Oh. No, no, yo, esto ahora te voy a, I'm gonna introduce you, Rita, this is ah, pues tengo que salir para entrar otra vez. No, no, ya tú estás ahí, ya llegaste. Okay, pues Dile la idea tuya, de, habla. Ok, ok, la idea mía, mira, lo que pasa es que tú ves, ese corazón, por más grande que tú lo veas ahí, lo han destrozado <ríe> muchas veces. Entonces Ajá. yo necesito un podcast para que otras personas como yo no le pase lo mismo. <ríe> Yeah. Yo quiero sentarme, explicarle mis errores, claro, porque uno como hombre tiene que admitir sus errores, para que otros amigos como Rick no, no, o, o, y Mr. Smooth no, no cometan esos errores también, y para ayudar a las mujeres, que uh -huh. están rompiendo corazones por ahí, porque creen que los hombres no lloran, pero los hombres lloran. Dicen que los hombres Nosotros no sí. deben llorar. Entonces uno tiene que, tú sabes, decirle a los muchachos que está bien enamorarse. Cuando okay. uno se enamora, se acuestan dos y se levantan tres. Ajá. Yep. Entonces, ese va a ser el podcast mío ahí. Yo voy a invitar a mujeres que yo tenía relaciones de amor uh -huh. y vaina. Le voy a decir donde yo fallé para que ellas me eduquen. Y así yo ser una persona mejor. Ok. ¿Qué tú crees? ¿A dónde firmo? ¿Y oh. cómo se llama? <risa> ¿Cómo se llama el podcast? Rompiendo corazones con caché. Ay. Primer sponsor, Viagra o Ciales. Si no, no quiero más nada. Oh, my God. Entonces, <risa> 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 oh, ¿a dónde firmo? ¿Cuál uso? ¿Con cuál es que se firma? Estoy ready. Es electrónico. ¿Electrónico? Ah, bueno. Electrónico. Está difícil ahí. Yo no tengo... ¡Ey! Mi celular, espérate. Ah, mi celular, mi celular. La gente aquí no recoge ni nada. Pásame, ¿tú estoy hablando? Yo estoy hablando, yo estoy hablando solo. ¿Tú una persona? ¿Tú una persona? ¿Me están hablando? ¡Oh! Esto es mierda. Ah, ok. Tú me lo mandas ahí a mi celular, ¿verdad? Y ahí te lo mando. Ah, bueno. Dame date mi teléfono. Tienes que llamarme con una tarjeta de dos pesos de voz. Okay. Okay. Bueno. Hey, yo lo puedo dar así por aquí. Sí. No. Tiro la aire. Hey, ve, una vez, una vez yo tiro un beso por el internet y se fue viral. Ahí estaba ah. yo todo el mundo relajándome en el, en el bloque. No pude jugar dominó por dos semanas. Espérate, pero si tú lo tiras ahora, todas las mujeres que están ¿Eh? escuchando a este show ahora mismo. Oh, shit. Ese caché. Ay, mira ey, ese espérate, número de... Ey, atención, 809. Déjame... Espera, atención, déjame atención, mujeres, por favor, de llamarme al 809-144-6969. Wow. Qué bonito. <risa> 144-6969. Llámame ya. <risa> la vaina que dice en inglés. Uh, 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 raise me, apply. Uh, 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 uh. Caché. Ajá. Pero ese es mi podcast, ya tú sabes, More, piénsalo. 
No te me desesperes, la desesperación es parte del fracaso. Tú sabes que estamos aquí, yo no voy para ningún lado. Ahora, uh -huh. si no te lo han dicho hoy, está muy bonita. Yo lo voy a decir, yo, yo, voy a tomar, yo voy a tomar el atrevimiento, yo voy a tomar el atrevimiento, lo dije. Ajá. Y tengo que sufrir cualquier consecuencia, estoy ready. Es hondureña, caché. Tú tienes no, experiencia no, con las mujeres hondureñas. Yo, yo soy de Honduras. Ah, también. Okay. Sí, oh, oh, oh. Todos los duros somos de Honduras, yo soy duro. Está bien. Really, uh, do you think uh, Caché has a, an award-winning uh, recipe right here for a, a show? He's got an award-winning recipe for something. <laughs> a ver qué le va a pasar con las mujeres. <laughs> So, um, you have to translate, translate it for him, Rita. Caché, no, I didn't see it again. Le pregunté a Rita. Me está marinando, me está marinando el palo. Uh -huh. So, uh, yo le voy a dar la información tuya, caché, a Rita. O tú quieres mandarle un mensaje a tu Yo no cojo muchos pasos. Yo empiezo durmiendo en el mueble y cuando tú quieras, después nos movemos para la sala y después la cama. Yo lo mío es al paso. Lo mío es al paso. Ey. Ey. Dile que está bonita. Dile que dije yo que está bonita. Pero no le diga que dije yo. Oh, my God. Una pregunta, oh. una pregunta y me voy. Ok. Tira la última. Y es para ella. Ajá. Yo no sé, bueno, vamos a decir como dice Romeo, uh -huh. que solo por un beso. <risa> Yo no sé cantar, voy a decir Romeo. Cuando tú besas a otra persona, tú cierras los ojos o lo abres. No me rompe el corazón. That's a good question. Cuando um, tú, estás tú cierras los ojos o lo abres. Si lo tienes abierto, cierro, lo cierro. Lo, eh. Lo creo lo cierro, creo, creo, creo que lo cierro. A las 7 y 15 llega el avión allá a Houston. Pásame a buscar. <risa> Emma, me voy. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, caché. Mori, estoy ready. Te voy a llamar. Caché, caché es increíble, you know. I don't know if you know his story, Rita. Uh, He was a really, really famous merenguero in the 80s in DR. Oh. And yeah, so just like every other Dominican American, he had to migrate to the U.S. Um, and he couldn't find valuable work. So he started working as a super in a building. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it's a great series on Cache. I'll, I'll send it over to you. Okay. I mean, he was making some advances there. Does a you guy know? like Cache have a shot with Rita? <laughs> I know you have someone, right, right, right. But does uh, I got yeah, he's himself. right here. This, this is my someone. <laughs> <laughs> but does got the daddy? <laughs> oh, I mean, he he's good with dogs. But does Gache have a, like a shot? I mean, you know, the immaculate I, curls, the beautiful chest hair, the huge gold he chains. Me at velvet. He velvet. Me at velvet. Um, I think you know. I try. It, one of the best things about this industry is you got to keep talent and you know passion separate. <laughs> so <laughs> I think for now, um, I'm going to let that one go. I, 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 it's heartbreaking to just let such beautiful uh, man dejarlo just, ir just let him walk. en el yeah, mar para todos los pececitos por ahí. But you know, yeah, I, I have to keep business and, and love separate. Okay. He already so, pitched me, so. <laughs> yeah. He might be on uh, Latino Paz soon. Yeah, he might. <clears throat> so we have two segments on the Rick H Show. The first one is. Idea on how to get rich quick. You give me your thoughts and if it works. Are you ready? Oh, me? Right now? Okay. Yes. Go. Okay. <laughs> You want me to show So, Rita Batista, my get rich quick scheme for this week is I'm going to take my unemployment check, right? It's 3.05 in the state of New York. I'm going to buy a $50 microphone. I'm going to borrow my friend's laptop. 
I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to record for, let's say, 20 episodes. Then I'm going to pitch to you. Does that scheme get me rich? Um, oh. Just I like want, that. No, no. Just like that. Um, yes. No, it does not. It doesn't. Um, I don't want to say that it's like, because I don't want to put, like, I'm all about intention and manifesting the mm. words and being very cautious the words you use. Um, but no, it does not, unless you are a celebrity that unfortunately got fired and is on unemployment. So. So I can't hey, just start a, I can't just start a podcast and and become rich. I mean, no, you cannot. However, is it a lucrative opportunity? Yes. Okay. The <laughs> other uh, segment we have on the show. Okay. Okay. With it. Okay. I was trying to read. That. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 similar. It. It's similar to marry, F, kill, right? Okay, got it. All right. So I'm going to give you three things. And you got a picture. You got to give me what you're in love, what you love, what you're okay with, what you hate, right? Spotify, Buzzsprout, and Anchor. Mm. So Anchor's owned by Spotify. So that's not really fair. It was but a trick. I will. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah, sorry. Um, Spotify, I, I live with. I could do without Anchor. I think is actually the one I love. The reason for it is because I think it gives. You love access. it, okay? Okay. Well, I'll say why. I th- okay. I love it because I remember when Anchor first started out and what they were doing and what they're doing now. And Latinos mm-hmm. like to use Anchor. Mm-hmm. It's for some reason one of the easiest platforms for them to use, and so for me, it's like well. If you like it, I love it. So, okay. that's it. There, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. The that easy, was easy hosting pop. That, that was okay. Yeah, I was, now, nervous. I was nervous. I was like, I didn't even know I got answered. I, I got a hard one now. Whoa! So I'm gonna okay. hit you with two, uh, with two of these, right? Okay. Two. Yeah, two. <laughs> Tres, dos, uno. Okay. I'm gonna give you three podcast names. Oh. Love it. Please. Okay with it. Hate it. I can't. Right. No, 30, that's a lot. If, if it's on the Hold network, on. I'm not answering. Hold on a second. <laughs> they don't have to say not in Wait. the network, not part of the network. I'm not going to say if they are or they aren't, right? Okay. <laughs> right. Mamas con ganas. Her dinero matters. Wine and cheese, man. Love it, love it, love it. Gun to head. Give me. Like the, the... No, <laughs> absolutely not. We're okay. not doing that. My last but, one. Uh huh. Good. My last one. Okay. <laughs> Quien tu eres? Lo mejores malos. The reggae show. Well, everybody knows high. I would get rid of los mejores malos immediately <laughs> if they're not consistent. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I again, like I Yo, listen to y'all's podcast. Like I, I love it. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I love all of them. I picked, I handpicked all of these guys to be on the network. Everybody's been handpicked. So I, I love everyone's podcast and that's not, a, that's not BS. That's just the reality. Of Such how I a feel, PC so. answer. I'm going to get <laughs> I'm it. Not li- her. How, how much would you, you have, how, how crazy, you, listen, how crazy would it be? The back of the camera Let me explain like, something to you. You own pets, right? You have a favorite. You, you, I, you, there's a favorite for everything. No, there isn't. It's I not can't the do that. Not doing that. <laughs> okay. All right. Ivan, do you have a uh, love it, okay with it, hate it for her real quick off the top of the head? He probably for, does. For Rita. For, so, love it. it yeah. I love it. My podcast. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> asking. You're giving Rita three <laughs> options. Oh. This is not the Yvonne guest oh, show. I was like, yo, yeah. I love mine. I hate Rick's. I was going okay. to right off the back. Like, I hate it so much, sometimes I had to be in it. Okay. But this you're part of this show, tales. so you can't. Okay. Give her three. Three things. It could be ra- three random things. All right. Nike, Adidas, FUBU. Oh, my God. That's terrible. One of them is awful. Yeah, but we got to see where she's standing. I love Adidas. I'm, 
Yeah, I'm an Adidas girl. Mm, from, okay. from the get more Pumas, but Adidas, um, Nike, mm, meh. It's okay. I oh. I deal with it. Fubu, I I never really wore any of the stuff, so I guess I could say I could live without it. But nobody lives with it anymore anyway. So Fubu's making a comeback. Fubu's making a comeback. So everything, everything's making a comeback. Champion is making a comeback. We're terrible at this game. We're terrible at this game. I know. I was just trying to get her to be like, yeah, I love the Rick A show and I love uh, this one from Latino. Right. Uh, I used to like Adidas. No, I love all of them. Look, I would be crazy if I sat there and was like, oh, I hate all of these shows. Okay, so I, I teased it before. What is the least favorite podcast you have ever been on? Y'all are going to laugh at me, but this is, I have an episode that I actually recorded that I was not a fan of. There's a lot of shows. From your show. From my show. Okay. <laughs> and now I go back and listen to it. I'm like, oh my God, this is a terrible show. Um, But yeah, it was when it was empowerment and all that, because I thought that you didn't have to be niche or you could just be, have a huge audience. Mm. immediately when you created stuff and it, that's not the case and so i was just very green and it really sucked <laughs> what uh season and episode number is this so i could all play the entire <laughs> i'm like all the ones from before but the thing is is like we're actually going to be revamping the podcast for next year and recreating kind of a conversation to follow a tech startup so mm. no i need a specific episode the worst <laughs> one so we can replay it <laughs> next week. Yeah, I, I mean, I think insert. the first episode was the worst one. It was called Self Love and all that. And it was. Sounds amazing, just, the idea. Fantastic. Self Love. I'm all about it. Ivan's all about the. Gache loves self love. Gache is self love. Ivan, sure. not so much. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess one of the questions I have for you guys is what is your favorite thing about podcasting? Why do you podcast? Go ahead, Rick. You got two of those Grammy nominee things that you bought. Now it's the time to talk about it, be about it, hate about it. They will be one day. They are already. Um, uh, the just the the guests, the guests that I meet, the opportunities that happen because of this, um, is an escape, and I love it. I love what I do. I love creating. So when you love something, you got to figure out how to make that your business Ivan. amen that was very my drop that was very pr right there i think you're very much on your way rick what my goal now is to retire you off of whatever you do on your day job. Oh. i hope you're not listening <laughs> i'm just yeah. kidding we would never really i see well the, you know the other projects i'm doing that's other like their goal also i was like oh boy okay I'm all for it. Buenísimo. Eh, porque tú puedes, hay oportunidades hay, a que se hace un olifán rompe. Adiós. Oye, yo estoy haciendo uno. Por los pies. Por los pies, por los pies, por los pies, por los pies, por los pies. Lo ponen chocolate, después otro día en vainilla, otro día en estroberi. Uh, Ivan, so uh, disgusting. You, <laughs> you like Damn, you saw how I played off. Como que se le olvidado, Ivan. That for me, for me is gathering. For me, it's like a, like me creating content is pretty much what I'm leaving. Like you know, antes tú vivía una eternidad a través de fotos. So ahora tú vas a vivir una eternidad a través de video. So for me, podcasting is that. For me, podcasting so is special. getting a group of friends together and creating a network big enough to share with everyone. So all those stories are told. How did you start gaming? What was your favorite game? When you fought your brother, how many controllers you broke? Everyone has a different and unique story. Right? How many Nintendo so, cartridges did you put in the freezer? How many did, did you blow? Or the, the, did you break? You know that you land. <laughs> He's talking about the cartridges. So right, it, I mean, it, listen. I'm just here as a guest. <laughs> so to me, those stories matter because I feel like us as Latino, we grew up around gaming, and it's not well, it's not represented to a level where I feel like is is I'm comfortable. And in a lot of areas, we are number one. You know, I keep saying it everywhere I go, like we are number one in the world in Street Fighter. You know, so us being number one, we should have a sustainable community for gamers to come and be like, yo, 
this podcast does this, this one does that, this one does that. So when one of our Latinos are in the pedestal, we could all have some content and talk about it and be like, hey, if he could do it, he can do it, you can do it. And on top of that, know that when you know I pass to the other world, my kids' kids can be like, yo, that was great, great gramps. And it's like, yo, maybe you know, if they find some answers through all that, would did me and the guys that I podcast with as well. That was beautiful. You're you're a beautiful human being. I try to be, you know. I got one last question for Rita before we're out of here. Ooh. What is something the world doesn't know about you that you keep very private? But today, on the Rick Gates show, One because you're here, you want to drop. It we want prof- the tea. professional or private. Personal, private, personal. Um. All right, I'm gonna say it. She said she has. She's okay. dating one of the Houston Astro players now. <laughs> Put it out there. Tell him, Peña. Si estás escuchando, I'm down for the cause. Okay, I will help you. Atención, bateando de foul. Peña. Oh my God, I love him so much. Um, I also love Mauricio Luon, but he's also married and Hondureño. Super proud, super proud. But um, some legit baseball fan. Something? No, I mean, I actually have become more of a well. I wouldn't say I'm a. Ba- I, I'm a baseball fan now of the Astros mm. more than ever. But like, what I love about baseball versus every other sport is like Latinos are all over it, and not even all over it. Like. The Houston Astros Stadium has balia- has pupusas there at the stadium now. Mm-hmm. Like they have a Central American, and I'm like, you know, I'm listening to old school bachata that my uncle used to play. My godfather's Dominican, so like I used to listen, like listen to him, like hey, listening to Joy Veras and Anthony Santos, and I'm listening to this while I'm going into the stadium. Like, what is going on up in here? Like, this is awesome. You know, you just feel feel good about being represented and, and and feel like you know people are authentically accepting of us living our lives out loud now more than ever i love that part about life i think that's i wouldn't say that that's not something that people don't know about me but um well you just I admitted to am... having a crush on a married man on live on the air <laughs> no, on no, no i meant like supporting him Wait. hey we all have celebrity crushes it's okay <laughs> cuando caché llega ya no va a pelear con pelotero I'm still trying to think of something that oh. I, oh, I'm in a sorority. A lot of people don't know that. I'm, I'm a gamma, sigma, lambda, gamma, Latin sorority, a Latina sorority. That it was incorporated Latina, we're multicultural, and I'm very proud of that. That was not I the tea I story. was searching for, but I will find it. <laughs> it is a very good one. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what would be something because you know what I'm gonna be. Oh, well, actually, I'd be 100. I'm a very honest person and very. I try to live mm. my life very transparent. And like, if you ask me a question, people for some reason are really afraid to approach me. Um, in general, to ask me questions, but I'm actually a very open book. So like, so people are intimidated me, by you. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> It cracks me up, but I'm just like because I, you're I really a Latina woman. Probably, I mean, I scare people when I tell them I'm building a media company. That's yeah. they're just hey. like, are you crazy? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Why do you think Cacheta is crazy? I know. He said, "Wait, a woman empowerment, a future that is in an empire. What will happen to Cacheta? And thanks to the dead. He's going to start with a Oh my god! Oh man! I want to thank uh, Rita Bautista for coming on the podcast. Uh, Ivan for being my special co-host today. Cache for uh, you know. Hey, hey, hey! No, no. H for the live interview. For the live interview. Um, gracias, Cache. <laughs> so thank you to Cache. Uh, I'm gonna play the intro to the podcast. My last commercial. And I'll see you guys next. Oh, my God. So I can't record on Tuesdays for the month of November. It's obviously Thanksgiving. No, wait. All the way around. I was going to do Thursdays, so I'm doing through Tuesdays. Jazz will be back in December. She hasn't left the show. 
Eso está pagando bueno, que están tomando vacaciones. She's, no. She's, I can't say what she's working on, but she's not available. Ya, so she'll hey. be back in December. No, en diciembre. Yes. So ¿cuántas semanas que yo voy a cubrir? However many you want. Next Tuesday, I will be announcing a big project that I'm working on. Uh, I'll be able to have the liberty to talk about it live on the show. And I will announce who will be our guest on Friday. Big guest, executive producer on television. Rita, thank Whoa. you again. Thank see you, guys. See you all next week. Adios. Happy Thanksgiving. You feel that now? I feel like Rocky in this one, baby. Let's go. Alright, check it. Uh. Blast from the past, back from the future. So if I put the trigger in the past, no, you and your future. I'm still hustling, still hugging the block. The referee to the shit, I'm still. Since 1985, ASET has helped aspiring Latino students achieve their dream of going to college. But despite students' unwavering desire for progress, they still feel lost and powerless, making the need for support greater than ever. And that means it's time to hacer more. Go further like Katia Acheserata. Apply to the McDonald's ASER National Scholarship. Since 1985, McDonald's has given away more than $33 million in scholarships. Win a scholarship up to 100K. McDonald's has given away 500K in scholarships this year. You can win one of the 30 scholarships. To apply, go to McDonald's Acer National Scholarships website. Visit mcdonalds.com slash acer. That's mcdonalds.com slash acer.